Welcome to the TLT Movement Podcast, a podcast for tomorrow's leaders today. I'm your host, Danny Debrinkit, and this is my co-host, Elise Debrinkit, my wife. <laughs> so this episode, episode number one, was shot live in front of an audience at our annual conference, Identify Impact, a leadership intensive for TLT. But before we get into the episode explaining what the TLT movement is, I think it's important to give you a little bit of context on our organization as a whole. So Elevate Life is what makes all of this possible. They have so many programs beyond this podcast. We have our annual Leadership Intensive Identify Impact that was on its seventh year this year. We have a book currently in the making being written by TLT called Wisdom Keepers. Now, the concept of this book is it's a compilation of the youth speaking to some older people and seeking wisdom out of them and compiling it all into one amazing educational and informational book. And in today's episode, we'll see where we mention the start of TLT movement clubs in schools. But I'm happy to say that as of today's date, we have our first club started in a school in South Florida. The TLT movement club gives students the opportunity to do student-led initiatives in their community and to grow and kind of strengthen and even learn what leadership skills and qualities they have and talk about the values that we hold um, as TLT. In this podcast, the TLT movement is made to support and create a community around the TLT clubs. Because we understand that's not in every school right now, but one day it will be global. Which brings us into the next thing that Elevate Life sponsors, which is our World Ambassador Program, which allows TLTs to travel all across the globe, practicing public speaking, connecting with other people from different cultures, and overall just having a fun time. Yeah, we've actually had TLT travel across the globe to do just those things and exercise their leadership skills. So without further ado, let's get into episode number one, where you can learn what TLT movement is all about. Anything challenging is going to be hard. But so what? Hard could be the new fun. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Who's going to carry the boats? Endeavor to persevere. If you want to be a good leader, you have to understand human nature. I never look back. Show everybody. All right, um, Elise. Yes. What's a tomorrow's leader today? What's a TLT? So first of all, it's a tongue twister. Um, (laughs) Tomorrow's leaders today. If you think about it, today we are working on tomorrow's leaders, but it's happening today. But we're doing stuff today, right? Yes. And basically, it's like you hear everybody say the future, like you're the future. But we're not waiting till we get to the future to have these leaders. These leaders are happening today, and they're what's guiding that path to become the good future. So that's tomorrow's leaders today. If you have self, selfish, ignorant citizens, you're going to get selfish, ignorant leaders. And it's hard to go against the grain right? It's hard to break free of this mental trap that our society 
puts us deeper and deeper into every single day. That's why at TLT Movement here, we say hard is the new fun. It's time to stop waiting for to get that degree. It's time to stop waiting to be married or have a certain job or have a certain amount of income. The time for action is now. Am I right? Yes. All right, great. But what's next, right? I mean, you, we can't do stuff right now, obviously. You're sat down in a room listening to, to, to me. Well, it's time to be a serving leader in our communities and in our companies and in our governments. Yeah, and I think to, be, to, be set, to set yourself apart, you have to look at what the leaders are right now. What is that future that was? And then you going forward and proceeding into that future as a leader, what is the difference? What, what do you not want to be? My mom always used to say, I knew, because she grew up in a pretty poor home life, and she always used to say, at a young age, all I could think was, I don't want to be that. I don't know what I want to be yet, but I know I don't want to be that, so I'm going to put myself in situations that push me to change my surroundings. And maybe that means dis disassociating or excluding from other people or situations, you know, but that that's going to put you on the path to become the leader, to, to, to fuel you in a sense. But looking at what are our current leaders today, what do we not like? I personally, this influencer culture that have, it's like how many followers you, followers you have, I think that's a really important thing that they're called followers. You're, you're basically getting this huge community of people together where now you can have millions of people following you and still be completely irrelevant to somebody else. I mean, these people have like 4.6 million people following them. And then you say their name and I'm like, what do they do? And it's like, oh, they have cute You say outfits. any of their names. And, and even if you know yeah, who they are, yeah. it's like, what do they do? Yeah, what are they making? It's like, what are you producing? Well, really? No, what they're doing is they're fueling big industries. I mean, they're basically just a live ad we'll send you something, you advertise it and then make sales. But it's like, what are you really producing? What content are you putting out into the world for others to really grasp onto and get behind? And there's no movement. There's no movement for people to become real leaders and make a real change. And we all kind of get just sucked into this muddled version. But what, what do we do today? I think this is where the work comes in yeah. because today it's the time that we as young people need to spend getting to know who we are. Yeah. What's our identity? What's our values? What do we believe? And what makes you, I guess, you, right? I think these are important things that a lot of adults don't even know. I'd go as far to say most people don't even know who they are. Or they build their world around what they think they are. So their job, what... Um, what they do, their degree, what their followers. Yeah, their followers. Um, they list all these things that are character or uh, can, can be characteristics. What they look like, their hairstyle, the way they dress, their aesthetic, their sexuality, finding yeah. your identity and who you want to have sex with. I think that's very uh, misguided and a little strange. Yeah. Um, I think who you are is what's in your mind. What are your Thoughts that you are thinking to yourself when nobody else is around. Um, what personality do you have? What your love language is. I think that's something that we're going to be talking yeah. here at camp. Uh, 
both those things, personality and love language. That's why I, I love Identify Impact so much because it really is teaching these young adults what needs to be taught, what they're not teaching in schools. Yeah, and, and figuring out what they stand, what you stand for, figuring out what you stand for in this life and not just what people want you to be represented by or what people want you to stand for, but what you truly would, and it's kind of, you know, it kind of sounds old fashioned or kind of like strange, but to say like, what would you die for? That's like a really heavy thing to Have think about. Have you guys about. ever thought about but that? What, are what you, would you die for? But what are you living for? Anything that you are living for, you should be able to die for, I feel like, in a sense, because you're that mm. passionate that the root of who you are is what you project in this life. And even when this life is over, because I'm sorry, none of us are getting out of this alive. <laughs> sorry to break it to you guys now if you didn't <laughs> but, know. But that you would, like um, our director says, Andrea, she wants it to say, all used up. For God, but for the kingdom, for whatever your purpose is, whatever your drive is to put out into this life, that it was truly you and it was hopefully backed by other people. And that's what we want to create with a movement, with this community of other like-minded people that want to be leaders and stand for something. Yeah. So I think uh, something else that we can do is we can value people. That's something yeah. that we talked about today and you talked about in your morning sessions. And even like when we're looking at our leaders right now, our future, our current leaders and then being a future leader, what do you value? I think that there's really a, a wedge that's been driven because most of our leaders today are older. You know, they're our authority, people that we look up to, even like our parents. And why, and is, this, why is this not working right now? Because in the past, I don't know if yeah. you guys have known this, if you've read a history book, Throughout all of history, most cultures, the oldest person in the tribe or the village or the town was deemed the smartest person or yeah. the person with the most experience. The elders. Have you guys ever thought why we don't think that now? Let me expose you to a little bit of a concept here. Back in, let's say, 1500, when you were born, your grandfather, when he was born had very similar, if not the exact same technology that you have when you're born. Horse and buggy, hay. I don't know what they had back well, then. Maybe a few <laughs> changes, maybe a few innovations, but nothing right. too crazy. Nothing too crazy. So yeah. this older person truly, genuinely would have been the person with the most experience in this world with this stuff. They would have been the smartest because they had the most time to figure it out. We live in a day and age right now. It's very unique. It's where technology is advancing so quickly that our oldest people are looked at in society as the slowest to the Behind. game. Behind. Yeah. And, and almost senile. Yeah. And that's, well, even like um, TLT has Wisdom Keepers as a project with working with older people in the community and learning from them and gaining wisdom. And I think that the, the the wedge gets driven when young people think that old people have nothing nothing to offer because it's like, I have to teach you how to use your iPhone. You don't know how to Google something. Um, That's my life. You don't yeah. know anything you about don't know anything. My, yeah, you're, our generation. Yeah, you're our disconnected. Life. So why would I take information from you? But really those life experiences and things that we can gain from older people because life isn't all about the phone. There is a real 
awesome idea that, you know, you can know things, you can read things and obtain those things into your head and you don't have to Google it every five minutes to <laughs> continue a conversation Wait, with somebody. What? Like, give me a second, let me Google it. I'm pretty sure I think I know. You Did know? you guys know that Socrates never wrote anything down? I mean, he's, he's one of the smartest people that we talk about now. And he legitimately thought if I put a pen to paper, I'm going to not use my mind as much. So I'm going to forget it because I'm going to re be relying on the paper. And so he would try to keep everything up in his head. And so he physically never wrote anything down and everything written about him was just other people writing about him, usually even decades after, yeah. which is but for me. So, so the wedge gets driven between you know, people thinking they can't get anything from older people and then older people writing off the younger generation because there's this disconnect and ultimately it comes down to a lack of respect, I think. I think the biggest thing is having respect. Or On both, both and, sides. And yes, both sides and seeing value in what you can get. So that means going out of your comfort zone, spending time with older people. One of my first jobs was caretaking for an older lady. Best job I ever had. And people would tell me, how do you start your day at eight o'clock in the morning to six o'clock in the evening? Just you. And literally she was 90 years old. She had an, a, a MacBook and she had an Apple watch. She was very on, up with the times, <laughs> oh. but they were like, what do you do? What do you do? And I'm like, conversation. I mean, I cook, I clean for all that kind of thing, but conversation, you can learn so much if you just put yourself in positions to be there and be present. And I would push older generations to do the same, spend time with younger generations, listening to what they have to say. And that's the beauty of like what we're doing here at the intensive with Identify Impact, because it gives these young people an opportunity for their voice to be heard. They don't have phones, so you know it's it's purely them stripped down in a community of peers, and being able to speak out and, and hopefully share it with older generations as well. You know, I I love talking to old people so much. I I call them I call them gold people because I, I just think they're <laughs> they're cute. they're so awesome. Um, <laughs> um, you know, I, I was actually going garage sailing the other weekend, and I was <laughs> I <laughs> like an old person, and I <laughs> and I struck up this conversation with this old couple from New Jersey, and they I, t I spoke to them for like an hour and a half. They were so interesting, but. We got into some deep convo and they were talking about their grandson and how he's 18 and he just graduated high school and he has no idea what he wants to do with his life and he's pretty much a failure and like he, he's not dedicated or motivated to do anything at all. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. He's 18. Like yeah. you got to give him some slack because he shouldn't necessarily know exactly once what he wants to do with the rest of his life yet. And he shouldn't be going to college if he has no idea what he's going to college for. And I think it's smart that he's taking that gap here. And they're like, you know what? That's a, that's a good point there. Yeah. And, and we started talking some more and, and they opened up to me and he pretty much shared with me that he felt like he sold himself to a company and worked his entire life for money. And then two weeks before he was about to retire and they're about to pay him like this big pension or retirement fund, I don't exactly know how it works. They fired him so that they didn't have to. And he realized that he wasted his life slaving for a company that he didn't care about. And that made him uh, pretty sad. And I, I heard that and I was just like, dang, it's almost as if our generation even though we get hated on about not having the direction or maybe 
not knowing what we want to do with their lives out of high school or not getting married young like these older people did back in their day. But I think we might be on to something, guys. I really, th- I, I do think that maybe our laziness is just us wanting to actually live life. You know know what I mean? But it has to be directed. It has to, you have to have it rooted in something so you're not just floundering. And I feel like a lot of this, and I keep going back to social media, but I'm sorry, it's the biggest thing that impacts me in my day to day, that we put ourselves in this virtual world that we're just floundering in. It's like, okay, I want to follow somebody but on, honestly, it's it's about bridging the gap between the two because there are similarities. So you have to find the good in both. So set yourself up for what it is, what is it that I want to root myself in to get me the farthest to be this leader and this this community that we've created at the intensive this week and then going forward is really to help kind of incubate that stage of finding what it is, finding that purpose, and then moving forward and and bringing older generations with us because it's it's doable at an old age too. You know, you can you can still there's always room to grow and to learn. And so it's up to the younger generation, because we are the younger generation, to help really push and bridge that gap to find the good and what you want to be rooted in and a purpose to move forward and really be a leader. So what can we do today? I think you just answered it right there. Educate yourself, figure out who you are, and... And listen. Spend time listening to peers Listen to a diverse group of people. And when I say diverse, I'm not talking skin color, eye color, hair color, but all the same age, maybe dress a little differently. I'm talking intellectual diversity. This is something that a lot of people don't talk about, and it's huge. I'd recommend if you want to lead tomorrow, today, listen to intellectual diversity. All right, guys. Thank you so much. That's our show. Hope you enjoyed it. And we're going to go on to the next thing. We're out. Peace.